I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins. This is the Fantasy Golf Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Golf Pod. Each week, you will find us on Tuesday nights on iTunes or YouTube, chatting all things ownership, pivots, and value picks for DraftKings. Today, I'm sipping coffee, not cracking beers. I am. Hmm. Well, we're doing this earlier in the day, and honestly, I probably couldn't record at my home studio, the garage, because it's insanely humid. (laughs) But yes, of course, we're hashtag not experts. You can see that. By the way, we record, and uh, in fact, I'm a realtor, and I'm here at my office in Edina. Edina Realty is where I work. If you need to buy or sell a home in Minnesota, I can help you do that. (laughs) <laughs> I can also talk to you about DraftKings pricing. Well, Eric, we want to remind people that DraftKings is a casino and play for entertainment. If you have a problem, Google 1-800-GAMBLER and seek help. <laughs> Gambler? <laughs> this week is another no-cut field where there's only 70 human dice. We've had a few of these lately, and we're going to have one next week with just 30. We're in the midst of the playoffs, the FedEx Cup playoffs. And everyone knows what you got to do with 70 human dice, no cut events. You need to be unique. There's ways to be unique, Eric, and it's to click weirdly, perhaps try to click badly. <laughs> you, could leave, you could leave money off the table. You could condense your core. You know what? What are you doing differently this week? Anything? I mean, it, you can make lineups with a lot of good players. You're going to miss out on Dustin Johnson if you do that. Um, he, he's, Which is fine. Right. Well, for those that aren't interested in taking the top price golfer. But, yeah, I'm going to do a, a little mixture of everything, kind of my usual, you know, do some balance, do some some stars and scrubs and just see what happens. I mean, weird things are going to happen on a no-cut event like this, I think. Right. Exactly. Shall we get to the names? Sure. Eric, each Tuesday, like I said, we discuss ownership projections. Now it's, uh, each Tuesday, we did, screwed up my screen when you did that. Each oh, Tuesday evening, each Tuesday evening, we discuss ownership projections from each price range. And the ownership projections we provide to you are provided to us by our friends at FanshareSports.com and FantasyNational.com. Probably go get memberships to those websites and you will have more things to consider or just watch us every Tuesday as we talk about it and at the tippity tip top this week at $11,500 Dustin Johnson last week winner ran away with it are you interested this week in last week's guy Eric Quagnus Martins Yes, I am, and I think I think it's okay to chase. I uh, I, I I saw a stat something. I, I'm not going to pull it up so that the screen doesn't get messed up. But in his last ten wins, uh, it's like three of them he's followed up with another win, and then hmm. another, another six were like top ten or top 10, top fifteen. Something just insane. So when Dustin's playing good, Dustin's playing good, and we uh, have a T two at the PGA Championship, and then a just absolutely destroying that course at the Northern Trust with the first place finish, third, minus 30. Uh, I, it, you know, like I said, the, the lineups are a little bit more difficult, but 
I, I think you gotta, I, I'm gonna be taking shares and I'll be, I'll be curious to see what people, you know, think about his, uh, his ownership. Right. I can't tell if he's going to be owned because he's 11-5 and he won last week or if he's going to be ignored because he's 11-5 and won last week. It's, it's different. It's weird. Yeah. You can find the most popular play is Justin Thomas. He is $10,800 and he is flirting with the chalk of the week. Almost 20% projected ownership for JT and then Rom also very popular. But the pivots said could be dj not positive but it might be bryson dechambeau at ten thousand six hundred dollars will he not be clicked <laughs> well he's not because i would think people are going to get on the narrative that you know he played at uh, this course and won the u.s amateur in 2015 but we don't know yeah, but he was like half the man he was he was like <laughs> skinny bryson <laughs> right <laughs> different human but he uh, he uh, met up with his friend, the dog. Did you see that tweet? God, what a scam. <laughs> Pretended <laughs> that he knew, like the course was like, yeah, this dog remembers Bryson. And the dog wasn't even born when Bryson was there in 2015. So <laughs> There's some controversy always with the, whatever Bryson does. And he's $10,600, so you can get a little bit of discount on that. But does ownership even matter in the 10K range, Eric? Why does ownership matter? It it, it, the only time I think it would matter would be when you are seeing some sort of egregious overlooking of, of one of these guys that's super good. Um, it, you know, something in the like under 10% type of range, but really you mean all- like DJ last week when he was projected at under 10%. I just didn't believe that. I just think it's like, ah, that's just a projection that won't end up happening. DJ shouldn't be under 10%, but he was, and it mattered. It helped. It really, that, <laughs> That was the difference maker. Yeah, so definitely. finding those low, maybe Bryson will be that guy this week at $10,600. I don't know. Could Would you pay to find out? You may want to do that. Or you could go in the lower range. Eric, we know no cut events, deeper fields. The cream typically rises to the top. And sometimes in those situations, it's better to lean more balanced. And that's what I tend to do. And I tend to start, and I'm going to probably start my lineups with the 9K range. The most popular, Xander Shoffley, the no-cut king. $9,900, is that the – wait, he isn't the chalk of the week? Oh, my <laughs> gosh, this is shocking. I've discovered people are clicking Daniel Berger and at an outrageous amount. He is $9,700. He's going to end up almost 25% owned. Oh, my gosh, donkey. Hee-haw, does this interest you? Very much so. Very much so. You're, you're going to eat some burger this week? I mean, the guy is playing lights out. Why would you not click him? You might, you're going to need him. I mean, he's – you're going to need him. And if you I don't, don't – don't. if you don't have him, you're screwed. 25% owned, you'll be and – he's, and he's up there in the top five, most likely. Yeah. I know. I, I can't decide, though, because – I do like statistically what he's been doing and how he's been performing. But last week was a lot to do with the putter. I think he gained six strokes with the putter. I haven't been a total burger clicker for the last few months. So I feel like maybe I am chasing at this point. And if he's going to be the chocolate week at 25% owned, that's something that I could consider getting off of and getting the leverage in other places. So, but maybe I am a fool because the guy we had on the preferred lines podcast is the front nine guests and expert. Eric Patterson from the score 
EPAC Golf on Twitter, recommended Berger as his favorite bet of the week. He loves the number that Berger has. Maybe that's what's making him 24 5% owned is because his betting number is good. His price is decent. You could fit him and maybe even a 10K guy and feel really comfortable. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm debating whether I use him or not. I'm probably going to end up fading him like a fool. Uh, also, Chalk is Colin Morikawa. He is almost 20, a little over 20%, depending on what site you're looking at. What do we do with Kawa? I mean, he's won twice now here in, 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 in a almost two-month span. Uh, you know, we uh, I think we all saw that a, a miscut was coming after you. You know, he's, he's a young, young man winning his first major not long after he'd won his first tournament. So, uh, Colin Morikai, I think a, a nice bounce back is probably due for him. And I think you made a good point on the Preferred Lines podcast that for all these young guys, they're not having to deal with the crowds. They, they can play with Tiger and not be intimidated by the crowd anymore. They, you know, they're just playing golf out there. I thought that's, I thought that was a really good point. So another guy, well, I'm not the only one to make that point. Others know that the young guys, there's no pressure on them. And Colin Morikawa is seizing that moment. And that's why I like about the 8k range. There's a couple young guns there that I'm going to click on. But if you are going to choose to start your lineup with Berger and Morikawa, maybe just click less chalky names from that point on. Mm. That's pretty much it. I mean, you can definitely use Berger and you can definitely use Morikawa. I wouldn't, maybe you could start with DJ Morikawa, but then you got to get a little funky, get a little different with the final four names or do you, I don't know. Some of this chalk has been hitting and we've seen it. I mean, it's been like the chalk season. It has, whatever this it has since post COVID everyone has been good has been good. I mean, so just click good names and these are good names. So like, I don't know, maybe I will take burger. <laughs> so stupid. Now but, after your, after your, your call last week to get off day, which I didn't listen to, Tell me, about, tell me what you're doing this week. Well, he's going to be the lowest owned in the 9K range, $9,200 Jason Day. I'm back on the day train. And you know what? I fancy myself a bit of a day whisperer. I, I used uh, 3% owned Jason Day to win a GPP one time. <laughs> he uh, was the defending champ but hadn't played in a while at the, coming into the Arnold Palmer that year. And uh, nobody wanted him. And he finished like third. So... This happens. Jason Day comes in. Everybody likes him, and he's always bad. Jason Day comes in. Nobody likes him, and he's typically good. That's GPP Jason Day, and this is the right time to click him, so I'm going to get on under 10%, $9,200. What's the deal? People are like – they don't have amnesia. They have, I mean, like, they're just ruined by themselves clicking him last week, so they're just going to ruin themselves this week by fading him? <laughs> I don't know. He lost – This is the pro. thing. Eric, dude, you cannot think thoughts. You cannot have premeditated uh, biases. And you must clear your brain, control, alt, delete the information every week. I mean, there are, I do this a lot. I'm like, I hate Bryson, or I love Bryson, or I hate Patrick Reed, or I love, always play, but you shouldn't do these things, really. Honestly, you shouldn't have a bias against Tony Finau, against Harris English, against Billy Horschel. Just don't, like, you don't click that guy ever. He's just, you're not a fan. The, if you're going to be good at GPPs on DraftKings, you can't have these thoughts. You have to just clear your mind, have amnesia, come into the week every week and wonder what's going on. Wasn't Jason Day just the most popular play and that every expert in the industry was all over last week and now he's less priced and he's not even wanted? 
and he's 9,200 on a no-cut event, he's not going to miss the cut. He's going to find his irons at some point. <laughs> the fuck? I mean, it, it, I don't understand. So, of course, Jason Day. Yeah, that's a good – that's that's a, a lot of good points that you make right there. I'll, I'll go back. He cost me dearly, but I'll get back with you. Okay, cool. Shall we go to the 8K range? Yeah. Here, let me pull it up. Well, you know what? I don't care what anybody says, Eric. I'm going to use all 14 names <laughs> in the 8K because you know what? It's time to pepper because it's a no-cut WGC-style playoff event where the best players are here. There's a lot of them in the 8K range. They're, DK is giving you these names to use, so use them. And in fact, I'm going to use all 14 of my 21. But, oh, yeah, I'm only playing 21 names, 21 lineups, and $21 this week as it's a kind of a weird week. And that three-putt dollar for three-entry contest, I, that's not doing it for me. And they're lowering the amount for first place. This is just like – so the narrative or the fun thing that I do of the 24, 24, 24, I'm doing 21, 21, 21 this week. I'm probably going to switch it up next week when it's 30 total because you're going to be – really weird next week but yeah anyway 14 names should we talk about who the most popular is victor hovland at what is he 8100 or something amazing click him and then you have harris english got should have won dj didn't exist last week 18.5 percent. matt wolf too how he's there 17 and then hatton also very popular do you have any interest in the popular names hovland English, Wolf, or Hatton? Yeah, I, all of them. And like you said, this is a great range. This is where, you know, take DJ and then take a couple of these guys. You're going to have to dig a, a little bit deeper. Or if you're doing the balance and you're fading some 10K names on your lineups, you're going to be digging into these names too. Probably more of these guys are in on your lineups if you're doing the balance build. And they're all great names. And those, those chalk guys, whatever, Harris English, Loved him last week. Had had quite a bit of him. Just not yeah. him. Not paired with DJ, unfortunately. But yeah, great names. Unwanted though. I would think like at the top here, eighty nine hundred Patrick Cantley and, and even Patrick Reed. They, I would think they're not. Mm. Wanted. Well, definitely Cantley is the pivot of the week at eighty nine hundred dollars. I mean, actually, okay, the pivots are 8,900 Cantlay, 8,600 Tiger, 8,100 Casey, and $8,000 for Ho and Louie. So, listen, I truly think the only guy I can make an argument against is Paul Casey. The other names you could definitely click and feel fine with. Uh, Tiger especially is great, and no one wants him. I don't understand that. That's probably the wrong ownership projection for Tiger Woods at 8,600. But, yeah, Cantlay, what's wrong with him? Nobody likes him. He's now under 10%. He's 8,900 in a no-cut event. He was kind of the guy that everyone wanted going into the Workday Memorial because you had that course history there. Mm -hmm. Are we, uh, like, thinking that Cantley's done? His career is over? You know, maybe missing the cut at the Northern Trust was helpful for him to have a couple of days to actually get back to work. And not, you know, because his finishes have not been the greatest. You know, he's in the 30s and 40s, you know, aside from the workday, like you said, the T7. So, you know, he got some time. I mean, like, no, these guys don't. He's not broken. Give me a break. Just like, just like up here, just like Day's not broken. These people think people are broken. They're not broken. They miss the cut on purpose sometimes. I bet that's what Cantley did. And we definitely know that's what Day did. 
once they knew they were exactly. especially. So, you know, he's gotten some time. Maybe he got to the course earlier than everybody else, too. He's checking it out. Not sure if he's ever even played here before. I didn't see his name in the research that I did about guys that have played here. Whether Who cares about 2003 or 2015? Well, 2003, yeah, I'm not going to worry myself. But 2015 that. even, like, or, like, the college kids that just played this, like, well, they've at least had a look. I don't know. That's that's some of these guys may have never seen the course, you know. So they, they might have a slight, you know. I remember this putt or something, you know. I don't know. So yeah, but we on the Preferred Lines podcast talked Christina Kim, a real LPGA player, and she said if you aren't doing well going into a course that you have good course history at, or if you are playing well going into a bad course, she'd much rather be playing well going into a course she's not good at than playing bad going into a course she's good at. Because you go to the course that you think you're good at, you should be good at, but you're not playing great. You're not going to find it. In fact, you're going to go to the first hole and be like, man, I made birdie the last time I was out here, and now I just bogeyed it. Oh, gosh. So, like, it's almost that some of that stuff is just all noise, and a lot of it's content for people like us to spew to you. So, (laughs) yeah. You know, take it all with a grain of salt. Course history from 2015, I don't think I'm going to factor that in. So, uh, but do whatever you want. And I will do $8,600 Tiger Woods, my favorite play of the week. I might use him in all of my shares. Wow. I love Tiger and nobody likes him either. This is ridiculous. I talked about it as one of my favorite bets too, because he's ready. He's primed. This is the moment. We know it. Like, He's waited the whole entire COVID offseason, everything, to play this playoff stretch and to get ready for the U.S. Open. Like, we know he kind of cared about the Harding Park PGA because, duh, it's a major. But did he really care about playing in cold California weather? Like, you saw him. He looked like he was wearing that thing the whole time. He was freezing cold. So, he already knew he was kind of out of it for that one. He wasn't going to win anything there. Does he want to prove himself here? Sure. Yes, he does. And you know why he does, especially at the BMW? Because he needs to play well. He needs like a top six or something to freaking make it next week. So he's going to show up focused. And he started that little trend on Sunday or even Saturday playing head-to-head with Rory. I like that. Uh, I listened to the PGA Tour live radio thing, and they were talking about how Tiger had some extra incentive and motivation going into Sunday's round and some – uh, I can't remember, Daniel Chopra or whatever, whoever it was on PJ Tours Radio Live was talking about, Tiger told me before the round he's got this goal in mind today. And you could just tell that Tiger was a little more focused on Sunday. And he came out sniping. But he still didn't have the putter fully with him. I feel like if he can get the putter going, he's got the game going, he's got the motivation, he cares, he needs to do well. So at $8,600, that's the price of a roster spot, basically, and you're getting him at, like, 12% ownership or less? Give it to me. Tiger, 86 all day. Yeah, he's due with the putter, man. I agree completely with you. And he's doing all the things you'd want a golfer to do well. Like you said last week, sniping on approach. Gaining off the tee has been this issue for him. You know, I, apparently people were saying, but he's gaining there too. So, what? yeah, Tiger Woods, 8,600, the price, fantastic. Best player to ever play. Paul Casey almost won the PGA championship just a couple weeks ago and not wanted 8,100, a good price for him. Any interest? You're kind of like a Paul Casey guy. You look like him on the golf course sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. I could grab my hat. Yeah, no, Paul Casey, uh, another $8,100 price tag. Like you said, 
he just popped recently. Why wouldn't he be able to pop again? And it's not like he's playing awful. It's not like he's got missed cuts after that second place. He's making cuts. I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but unwanted. Well, yeah, and then and then you got Horschel here too, who just basically almost should have won the Wyndham. And no, and like yes, he did bad last week, but we knew. We kind of all know they got to have this letdown after they're in contention on a hot Sunday. You know, like. Right. sweating every pot, concentrating super hard, and then they go into the first playoff event, which they know they don't actually have to do well at because they're already so far in the points. And this is Horschel in a nutshell, and he's now $8,000. So click that again. And Louie, I know he was great with the putter, and that kind of helped him compete last week, but at $8,000, he's always low-owned Louie. So click that if you want some leverage. But, yes, or click all the names like me. It'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of pussy okay just make a stand chad make play six guys well guess what dude i want to do this for fun and if i click six guys by thursday afternoon i'm typically dead most people are and that's why you see all the twitter go crazy on thursday afternoon but for me i like to click 20 names give myself a little leverage chances yes play for fun play the 7k names but play the pivots maybe but what, who are they? Who is the most popular in the 7K range? There's only three names above 10%. So people are getting smart. They're not that focused, concentrated on one name. But they are somewhat focused on $7,800 Russell Henley. He is almost 18% owned. He has performed well. His irons, actually, our guy Brandon Gula, I believe it's like B. Gula on Twitter, posted some stat line from fantasy national that says dude is basically JT since COVID started. I mean, like his numbers are almost exactly the same as JT. I grant that he doesn't have the same results. He doesn't want anything. And, and he's seven, but he's $7,800 compared to 10, five for JT or whatever. So Russell Henley, I mean, that's some chalk, but maybe is that the chalk to pivot off of? I don't know. Are you eating Henley? <laughs> well, yeah, he, it makes sense. He was the person that I was uh, most attracted to for, for, the, for, you know, that's where my, that's how my brain works. I have a little trouble being contrarian like you, but again, I don't know. Is it going to continue? You whisper the, you know how to somehow figure this out that they're too good and then they get bad when I'm all about it. I had, I had oh, so, last week, so I don't know. Continue. Yeah. You know, he did okay last week and, the $7,800 is just super good because you can fit a lot of good names with that guy. It's just like uh, last week with uh, Harris English. It was $7,600 that didn't make any sense. So yeah, exactly. maybe you don't overlook this stuff and you don't get, what is it, a galaxy brain and fade <laughs> Henley, even though you know two out of ten people have him. Like, who cares? If he's, if he's great, which he has been, 7800 you save a bunch of money and you probably need him. So, right. God, it's, I mean, I don't know. It depends on how you build your roster. If you start with those burger Morikawa stacks, then definitely don't use Henley and probably not Ryan Palmer or Jason Kokrak either because they're wanted. I've seen names like Bubba, Kevin Na, Corey Connors, Cameron Champ, and uh, Hubba Hubbard. Yep, that makes sense. I liked all those guys. You know, I don't need any of those names, to be honest with you. I could just switch to the pivots. The pivots under 7K and – or under 8K in the 7K range, under 4% owned. Matt Fitzpatrick, 7,900. 7,700, Sung J M. Mm -hmm. Brendan Todd, 
the Todd God is no longer wanted. And actually, I just heard DJ say that you probably need to hit the fairway here to have any chance. And what has Todd been doing? Just peppering the fairways every week. So maybe $7,400 unwanted Brendan Todd, who had a chance to win like three times in the last few weeks and become player of the year. He's playing great. And he's $7,400 and he's not wanted. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. So Brendan Todd might be the GPP play of all time. Uh, $7,200. No one wants Leishman, which is probably for a good reason. Cause I can't find any reasons for Leishman. He's been all <laughs> God awful. Yeah. And I mean, I want to say like, Oh, he can find it and flip, but it's like the only times he's ever actually shown a result, Eric, is when Mark Leishman finds his putter and gains tons of strokes putting. So like, yeah. none of his game is working except he luck boxes some putts and makes a cut. But so <laughs> $7,200 I'm, I'm passing, even if it's that low and low. $7,100 Hadwin is also someone that I've clicked a lot of shares of recently. And since the T4 at the Rocket Mortgage, and which put me on to him, he's been pretty much meh and not great. So I don't know. I'd prefer Todd and M over Leishman and Hadwin if you're trying to pivot in the 7K range. And don't forget about a couple other names that I suspect won't be uh, desired. Matt Kuchar, $7,400. He showed up last week. It was, what, 18th or something like that? Yeah, it was 18th. All four yep. run, rounds under 60 or uh, under 70, which is nice to see from, from Matt. I, I'm not sure. I don't have the stat pulled up on He's how 55th in the FedEx Cup, Matt Kuchar, and he loves money. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. He, money. he probably does want to pop consider him yeah and he just All did right. everything everything okay and then, and then joaquin neiman the other one that nobody nah. won nah yeah oh god i've tried to click him for for weeks now you know what neiman's problem is is that he fucking won so yeah. he's a millionaire and he's 21 years old he's got a hot girlfriend he's got abs galore he's on instagram doing fun stuff like he doesn't care oh he gets frustrated on the third hole because his chipper or his putter and his chips are going where he wants so he gives up just mentally out of it he likes bent grass so you know we got that going for him but yeah okay yeah it's tough especially when you know he is the young name that should be folk or should be able to conquer this moment of no fans and do those things and have that but he i just feel like he you know he he's the like cusp below in terms of mental fortitude (laughs) the wolves and the hoblins and those people are like they just have a they're just a little bit more like, I don't know. I could be wrong though. No, you're right. But I've been trying to be the Neiman guy for the last couple of weeks and it's <laughs> burned me. I've spent a lot of money doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Got nowhere. All right. Should we do the 6k popular names? Yeah, here, I'll pull it up. Okay. Follow us on YouTube fantasy golf pod. You will find Eric sharing the screen and showing $6,600 Brendan Steele. Is fourteen percent projected ownership? Yeah, why well, is the most popular name? I, I don't even know. What's he even ranked in the standings here? Because like that, is there a reason he people think he's motivated? Oh, I guess he's forty fifth. So sure, but I don't know. I'm not sure. Gooch also over ten percent. Those are the only two. And then there's a few other names lingering in you know around eight nine percent. Joel Damon, Kevin uh, Kevin Streelman, Dylan Fratelli. And Tim Duncan, the former Spur, people are on him. I liked him. I looked for him, and I tried. I mean, you make a case in your head, like, oh, I might use this guy or whatever, and then you find out that people like him. And I'm like, well, 
shit, this is where the ownership matters is the 6K range because I don't have any reason to not like or not like Fertelli over Duncan or anyone else. And if somebody is actually liking this person, maybe don't do that. Yeah, well, especially down here. But I think people taking DJ are going to start reaching down here. And I think if people aren't – I'd be surprised if he's not in the 15 to 20% range, which means – those people are going to grab some of these names. What about Robbie Shelton? 63. Yeah, he's an eagle guy. Yeah, he shot 63. Yeah, on round four, he was playing with I think Ricky. Um, no, I don't. I'm not into Shelton. The pivot you could use is Lanto Griffin. Isn't wanted, and he's sixty nine hundred dollars, and he's like four percent owned, and he's actually good. He was. I mean, he's what is he? He won in the fall, so he has this like. He's fifteenth right now. But those guys are motivated. This is where you kind of have to look at the Lantos of the world. Those like fringe players. They're not stars. They're not rookie sensations coming up, but they're just guys that made their way that are trying to get their name. They're trying to get that money, get into the top 30, which makes you eligible for the tournament of champions. Even though you, well, Lanto won, but if you're in the top 30, you make it next week, you get into the tournament of champions, WGC Mexico and all the majors and all that stuff. So, there are motivations for people to get in here. The people that are like Adam Scott's of the world and those kind of names, like, do they care? Sure. But do they care as much? They're more likely to not care as much. I, that's my opinion. And that's what I've seen over years of watching these idiots. <laughs> you know who I'm going to click on is Ben on. And he oh. really screwed me last week, but. Oh, he's but- never not screwed me. He's giving me some things, I think. Why do you want Ben on? What's making you think that that's a good idea? No, he's not going to be wanted because he probably screwed a lot of other people over like myself. And I don't know, what the hell happened? He lost six uh, strokes on approach. That's that's like where he makes his money. And op T2 was bad. I mean, he did his normal bad putting. That'll come back. We get four rounds. I don't know. I'm going to have to roll the dice in some of these guys down here if I'm going to be taking a bunch of DJ shares, which I plan on doing. Well, don't roll it with bad Ben on. Roll <laughs> it somewhere else. Good okay. God. I'll, I'll, do, I'll, I'll do your Lanto Griffin recommendation. I did look at him and liked him as well. Dude, he played really well at the PGA, and then he took the week off, and then was kind of struggling last week to find form again. So I feel like I got confidence that $6,900 Lanto is good. Should we do building rosters? Sure. That's where we – each week chat about what we're going to do when we build and this week balanced pepper the ak range use all 14 names don't be stupid and fade good players and leave a little money on the table but not a lot of money on the table that's next week where you leave a ton of money so yeah just have fun how are you building well i've been messing around all day with basically taking like dj and burger and then you're left to 7200 which means that you gotta you gotta dig down and that's what i'm looking at like i, I looked at like danny lee but here we got robbie shell what yeah i don't know oh yeah good idea take danny lee the week after he pops that's always good <laughs> okay like, are we kidding find the danny lee for this week it could be like anyone that it could literally be anyone like here i'll then- put it on in there what are you doing if you're watching, oh my gosh, you're Shelton in there. And then look, here I can have Adam Scott, Wolf, Hovland. I got to leave 100 off the table. Maybe I'll take Casey. There you go. That's a pretty nice lineup. That is a terrible lineup. That's a garbage-looking lineup. Just remove DJ, and then you can have whoever you want. 
you could pepper the AK range with good golfers that have the actual chance to win. Shelton, no chance. On, no chance. You said they're Don't all even hated. <laughs> DJ? I'm just assuming that DJ is going to win and then all these other guys will fall in place, possibly. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. DJ's not going to win. He's way overpriced. He just blew it. He just had it. I guess, yeah, he's a, he's a ride form guy. Here, here's your lineup. That one, yeah, that one looks way better. <laughs> That's your balanced build. You start with Patrick Reed as your most expensive guy. Holy crap. I'm going to write this down. <laughs> I'm going to stop the share. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, should we talk about values? Give me your three names. Uh, let's see here. So, well, so I was thinking about it. You might laugh at this, but really, Matt Kuchar at 7,400. I like that number. And him showing up and kind of doing everything all right last week. I'm going to put him in and it doesn't seem like he's going to be massive chalk. In fact, he might not even be looked at. So uh, give me that. And I think okay. I agree with you. Tiger Woods at 8,600 is just a tremendous value. So, and he's not going to be popular. So there's two guys that aren't popular. And then uh, just a guy that I like a lot and I don't give a shit about his ownership, Daniel Berger at 9,700. He really should be in the 10 K range. Let's, let's admit it based on his performance here over the, since the shutdown. I would have preferred if he was in the 10 K range because then he wouldn't be 25% on. He'd only be 14% on. And then no, you're, you're going to need comfortable. That's, the, that's the problem is you're going to need him. So eat the chalk. It's fine. It's not going to. So kill. Daniel Berger is going to win. He's going to be up there. He's going to be a top five. He's going to be required okay. on, on the winning lineup. That's okay. Nice. Well, if you started with Berger, I suppose you could get away with doing that. Sure. Um, now, me, on weeks where I p -p -p pepper the 8K range, I typically like to give you my three favorites, especially when there's 14 of them. And the first favorite play of the 8K range for me is Tiger Woods. Oh. Also. I would be shocked if he's in contention. He needs that top six or better to even make it into the next week. There is some hesitation as if he starts slow, he isn't great. You think uh, by Saturday afternoon he's going to give a shit? I don't know. I think he does still need those reps to give himself some confidence for next month when, what, we're like three weeks away now from another major. So it's his time of year. Number two favorite play in the 8K range is $8,100 Victor Hofflin going for rookie of the year versus Scheffler. And he's $900 less. He might be wildly owned. Like it's there's no real leverage using eighty one hundred dollars Victor Hovland. That's because you know he's cheap, and of course he's a good play. So people are using it. And what I like about him is that he can bogey a bunch of holes, but then he can birdie streak like no other, and he can make a bunch of eagles. Gets hot. It's fun to have. It's fun to play. And then we've seen college kids take advantage. No, well, college kids, young kids that are just fresh on the tour. You know what? Oh, well, and then Wolf and Hovland have all played here before. That can't hurt. I know I just talked shit about course history, but <laughs> you did. You could throw $8,200 $8, Wolf as a value too, but I did not. I used. Ready? Yep. I think this is the third week in a row I've used oh, APPR. Always play Patrick Reed, $8,800, and that's not a value to you? Okay, sure, sure, sure. T49 last week's a big disappointment. I understand. Well, so then here he is. $8,800 and not wanted. Perfect. Going into last week, Eric, he had a 10, 47th, 13th, 9th. We all saw it going last week. We were like, well, this is Patrick Reed week. And then he didn't putt that great. And he was T49. Maybe he was just a little bit tired. That Northern Trust, you know, 
defending champion narrative is just like a little more obligation or whatever. So Patrick Reed this week, because it's a no cut. Where his last win? WGC Mexico no cut event in February. Before that, second at a no cut event, the Tournament of Champions, January. Third at the no cut hero. Typically, Patrick Reed's a big game hunter. He's currently 10th in playoff standings. He's going to have a big week. He's going to rocket himself up. Gets himself five under, six under, seven under to start the tour championship. I think he can contend and win the whole thing, and he knows this too. Guy's good player, grinder. Grinder. He almost missed a cut. He was out of it. Native area, 33 feet. I'm, turn, I'm unstarring him from the app last week. And then it turns – and then I go, three under? How? Well, it turns out he fluffed his own lie because no one was there to look at it. And he just chipped that thing right in. Trickles right in. Celebrates. So, grinder, he'll never give up. And it's a no-cut event. And he'll just birdie, birdie, birdie. But then he'll bogey or double bogey. But because he needs it, then he gets an eagle and a birdie. And this is day PPR. Always play this guy. So, it's one of my values. Should we be done? Yeah, I like that. All right, it was a good, quick pot, actually. Was it? How long was it? I get. I don't know. I guess that's what happens when you're focused. You're in your office. You're sober. It's in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for watching. Remember, everybody, to rate, review, like, and subscribe. That helps us because we do this for free and for fun. No one's paying us to do this. So the least you could do is click like, type some words, hit send, help those algorithms on YouTube, share this shit on Twitter wherever you are, tell your friends <laughs> and listen to the preferred lines podcast too. We had Eric Patterson, a real expert on that. And then join us next week for the tour championship where someone will start 10 under par. Maybe it'll be DJ or JT and there'll be $14,500 and you won't know what to do with them, but we've all, we've done this before. We did this last year. So we'll be ready to help you navigate that next week. All right. Thanks people. Good luck. Peace. Goodbye.